0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Phoenix, Arizona, it's time for Phoenix Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them.
1: Hello and welcome to Phoenix Business Radio, broadcasting live from the Max 6 Entrepreneurial Center right here in Tempe, Arizona, where we help build businesses and connect you with the right people. Very excited to have these right people in the studio today. Please help me welcome Michael and Nicole Anders with Next Level Performance I'm going to say consulting. And that was right. And I looked and I thought, coaching, consulting, it's consulting and coaching. I had the pleasure of meeting Michael. I, do you remember when we met?
0: That would have been. Before the pandemic. Yep. Four years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Going into, oh my gosh. 20,
1: it was 2019.
0: Yes. Right. Would um, that be right? Yeah. I was speaking at an event. What is she doing now?
1: I know, and we—I re- I know. It, last time we talked, when I got to be on your show last yeah. week or the week before, mm-hmm. we figured out who had introduced us, so that will come to us. That's yeah. awesome. I'm not remembering
0: right now. <laughs> that's the that's the magic sure. of it all, though, right? I, when you and knowing think, so many—I know yeah. so many people. Brooke. Brooke. <laughs> it was Walker. Brooke Walker, yeah. yes, yeah.
1: who is working as a coach and a consultant for attorneys, I believe. Oh,
0: right on. Yes, okay. so
1: she's taken a, a broader. She's messaging, yeah. yeah, and kind of niched it down to work with attorneys now. So yes, love we have that. Brooke Walker. I think well done. Thank you.
2: <laughs> That's my job. Yes. So <laughs> she suggested we meet. We sat
1: down for coffee. Yeah. We fell in love with each other. Sorry, Nicole. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then we had you and Brooke on to mm-hmm. celebrate that that collective project you guys were working on mm-hmm. and your speaking gig, and talk a little bit, of course, about your consulting practice, and then you know, we go our separate ways and the pandemic hit and life changes and we circled back around, I want to say, through Instagram, which yeah. is super fun because you guys are powerhouses on Instagram. Oh, thank you. Seeing a, a lot of you now, Nicole, and thank loving you. it. So yeah, we, it made sense for us to get together. And I said, bring your beautiful wife. And you <laughs> did. And then we fell in love with each other. Yes. Sorry, Michael. <laughs> it's all good. And here we are just yes. sharing and celebrating life and business and the people that uh, we all serve. So I'm yeah. grateful to have been on your podcast. It was a lot of fun. We just, I think we just, Published it, what you guys just sent it out last uh, week,
0: two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, if
1: you haven't seen that yet, the name of your podcast is
0: Progress Always.
1: Progress Always, yeah, yeah it's not just me. That was one yeah. episode. Great,
0: great feedback on your episode. By the Could way, I and yes. I've been seeing
1: some of it on mm-hmm. LinkedIn and Instagram, yeah. so that's really great. It's,
0: it's really landing for us on LinkedIn, that's our most engaging audience for the podcast. Good, and that's uh, where
1: most of my folks are,
0: yeah. And uh, that's been a really surprising source of engagement Good. as of late. Uh, it's definitely an audience that I resonate with yeah. greatly. A lot of the feedback that we got from our conversation was just how transparent, vulnerable, and empowering your journey has been. No, so, that's yeah. Awesome.
1: Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Well, thanks for letting me have an opportunity to share it and maybe help people along the way. That's really the goal, yeah. right? I mm-hmm. think that we can all uh, share that. So, let's talk about next level performance consulting and we have up to an hour, so sure. I can't wait to hear everything. <laughs> Why don't you start? And yeah. then, because I know, Nicole, you're fairly new yes. to the
2: team. Correct. I mean, officially. Officially, officially, yes. But I will say, I tell him all the time, like, I have no idea what he did with the business from the time we got married up until 2000, until 2020. I, remember I you was saying that. so just bogged down with what I was doing in corporate America and raising our two children that He says when things happen, and I'm like, oh, good for you. (laughs) I don't remember. Remind me what you did in corporate. Yeah, I was a personal executive assistant for seven years.
1: Extraordinarily busy with that Very
2: busy. Very, very busy. And high achieving and, and a performer. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. Okay, so we're gonna stick with this for a bit. That's okay. Yeah. And then I think you said you decided to do something on your own.
2: Yeah. So I loved that job when I started it. When I started it, I was not married. I did not have any kids and it was perfect. I didn't mind working long hours of the day. I didn't mind traveling. I didn't mind working on the weekends. But as my life grew while I had that role, it was competing for my time. And I no longer wanted to put my marriage and my kids second to my career. And in 2019, I resigned. I just couldn't keep up with the pace anymore and be the wife that I wanted to be and the mother that I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. And I resigned in June of 2019. And in August, September of 2019, I launched my own event coordination business. I had done so much of that being a personal executive assistant. I was like, I know this, like the back of my hand, I can do this on my own. I'll just consult for women or men who own businesses who want to put on private events. And it took off like by January 1st of 2020. I was solid booked for the first half of the year. I was, I was excited, but almost like, oh my God, I did it. Okay. Now, I, now I really like, now I need to remember my promise to myself and my family <laughs> yeah. that it's not going to compete. <laughs> well, right. So, and then by, and then obviously the pandemic hit and on March 17th, you know, nobody <laughs> was doing events anymore. Gosh, that's right. So <laughs> I, you know, events for the rest of the year were canceled. I had to refund mostly everybody who had already booked. And on top of that, our gym was now closed. Right. Because in the beginning, at least you weren't essential, an essential right. business. We were never an essential ne- business. <laughs> oh, I thought at some point, which is a shame, it should yeah. have been. Yeah. Yeah. No. So this will kind of get us to me coming into the business. But on that day you know, as we're looking at ourselves, we have no money coming in. Our two businesses that we owned are now um, indefinitely closed. We don't know what's going to happen. And And the world is falling apart or so we thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We had a conversation. We sat down on the table and I said to him, I'm like, well, this is about as poor as we are ever going to be. What are we going to do from here? What do we want our life to look like? And I said to him, I said, it doesn't make any sense for us to both try to keep our businesses afloat right now. Mm -hmm. I know what I'm good at and you know what you're good at. And they are opposite of each other. He's very much a visionary, big picture person, you know, driving the vision forward where I'm more of a detailed logistics, like, okay, if we're going to do that, then we got to do this. We got to do this. We got to do this right to move the thing along. I said, I, we just need, I need to come and do this with you Mm -hmm. because his passion for at that time, which was CrossFit PHX now next level had always been there. I could care less if I coordinated another event in my life. It meant nothing to me. I love health and fitness. That had always been a passion of mine. That was just something that I that I did. So now my passion and my purpose get to be one.
1: So good. Well, and you yeah. two have been together for how long?
0: Uh, we'll be married nine years in January. Yep, and I've three... been chasing her since 2011.
1: Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, but... well, we'll come back
0: to that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And some three, call it three.
1: chasing, some call it stalking. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Would you have said? This dude stalking me no. at one point. <laughs>
0: no. just funny. It was <laughs> flattering. <laughs> yeah. I was politely persistent. <laughs> Very
1: good. A gentleman. I'm so glad. And three kids, am I right? Two. Two kiddos. Yeah, seven mm. and five, Tristan yeah. and Cameron. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I'm on the other end of that. 29, 27, and 16. Yeah. Mm. Sometimes it feels like they're seven to five. <laughs>
0: We're waiting for the, uh, can we just sleep in tomorrow? We're waiting for that to happen.
1: Oh, it's coming. Oh.
0: Can't wait. It's coming.
1: <laughs> oh, really?
0: <laughs> They're up at four with me. Are you
1: not? Yeah, but you're a morning person. I am. Well, you just need your morning time. I, I want my morning. <laughs> right.
0: You know, that's the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: We keep getting up earlier and earlier,
2: hoping
0: they'll sleep in. And they, and, they and they
1: just, yeah, they yeah. hear they yeah. hear you. The footsteps were up. Yes. Yeah.
0: Pretty soon I'm going to be waking up at two o'clock in the morning just to get my me time. You know
1: yes. What I, mean? <laughs> I, I do know what you mean. Literally know what you mean. Because I did that for years. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. So great introduction. Thank you. Uh, And yes. So talk about your, your experience and your, your adventures. Oh man.
0: So I I like to tell people I've lived many lives, but Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll
1: I'll, (laughs) I'll
0: start at the Marine Corps. One of my, my early philosophies in uniform was, you know, you, you sign your initial contract and then, you know, you can retire at 20 years. And one of the, after a Long day of hazing at OCS. We're freezing in Quantico, Virginia. And I roll over and the guy in the top rack next to me, Taylor, I'll never forget this guy from the University of Florida. He's like, hey, man, how long do you think you're going to do this for? I was like, I don't know, man. You know, both my parents were career in the military. My big brother was a lifer. You know, it's like, I could totally see myself doing 20. What about you? He's like, I'm just going to do it until it's not fun anymore. And that has stuck with me. Wow. And I ran out of fun in four years.
1: <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> yeah. i was stationed in yuma which brought me to arizona i, was, I will which, not say anything which, about that. which which <laughs> it's funny though because subconsciously you know we all talk about manifestation and everything uh i was recruited by arizona state out of high school as a recruited walk-on i had come down here for spring break my freshman year of college i'd been to arizona and desired arizona for a long time and then the marine corps brought me to arizona the next place I could go from there, they wanted to send me to 29 Palms, which is worse than Yuma. (laughs) And I was like, so I was stationed in the desert. I deployed to the desert and you want to send me to another desert when I had buddies that were getting going from La Jolla to Orange County and vice versa. And I was like, how do they go from beach to beach? And I'm going from desert. That doesn't make any sense. So fun is done. I'm gonna go get my master's at ASU. Moved up to Scottsdale with the intention of getting that master's degree and opening a gym after I walked across the stage and got that degree. As fate would have it. Nah, I that was I left the uniform in February of twelve. And in October, I was walking one of my clients out the door and she was like, Hey, you ever think about opening your own place? And I was like, Every single fucking day. Yeah. Matter of fact, here's my plan. I'm starting school, blah, blah, blah. Once I graduate, I'm going to open a gym. She's like, how much do you think that would cost? And I know everything about fitness. I know jack shit about business at the time. I just gave her a number. She was like, well, let's talk. So we go have coffee. And I waffled. It was right there. Dream in my hand. I didn't know what to do with it. So the next morning, one of my client mentors, I was like, hey, man, you're light years ahead of me in this business thing. Here's what's going on. I'm in school. They want me to open this gym. I now have the funds. What would you do? And this is exactly what he told me. He says, Michael, here's the beautiful thing about being human. We figure it the fuck out. Mm -hmm. And I got to tell you, when was the last time, I got to ask you, when was the last time somebody offered to make your dream come true? I said, never. He's like, when do you think it's going to happen again? I was like, I don't know. He's like, well, guess what? Whether it's grad school or that business. And by the way, in the grand scheme of things, a hundred grand, isn't a lot of money. So whichever one is least important will take care of itself. And sure. I, Got that master's degree, and four years after opening, we were rated the number one CrossFit box in America by Men's Journal. Wow! And we've been off to the races ever since. When the pandemic hit, we were at a black market gym, letting people come in through the back door. I could, I can't work from home. Like it's an absolute yeah. impossibility. Yeah. So, every morning during the pandemic, I was up at the gym, six thirty in the morning, running. You know, yeah. some some version of online classes mm-hmm. and and, do, and doing the deal. And <laughs> excuse me. It was one of our most recent, like, come to Jesus as a couple conversations, and I had been asking her for years. I was like,
2: "Were you hearing that at the time?" No, okay. no, yeah. Well, yes, but I, I had zero mental mental capacity to take on anything else. Yeah. So I
1: mean, if he
2: asked me to do it, I was like, "I don't have." To and also, honest. not
1: clearly understanding kind of the mission, the goal, and and the one hundred vision. Yeah.
0: I think you know, as I replay the tape. As I'm soliciting her talents.
1: Stalking her. You know,
0: she's like, I don't need a part-time gig. You know, mm-hmm. I, like at no point was part of the equation, quit part of the conversation, quit your job and come do this. Because
1: you didn't see that.
0: Well, no, I totally saw oh. it. that. That's not what I was communicating, I though. Going back to that, that stress assessment <laughs> that we did, right? I speak who, she speaks what. So I can build a team. I'm not awesome at communicating process. Mm-hmm. So, so when the, the pandemic hit and we were just like, you know, we just had a shortage of options. Now now it makes sense, right? And all the things that used to cause us friction and tension are also the things that make us extremely complimentary, both as a couple and in business. So it works out.
1: Makes sense. It was awesome. Yeah.
0: So after we opened the gym in 2013, The evolution of it all—that is now next-level performance consulting, where we leverage leadership and personal development on top of your physical fitness—was born of just simply bringing people together. The dentist who trained at five a.m. needed to know the general contractor at six thirty, who needed the attorney at twelve, and they were never going to meet because they're never in the gym at the same time. And at the, I was coaching a ton back then, and they're all like. Man, do you have anybody in your network? Do you know I have this issue? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, the answers to your problem again, I speak who, they're all here. So I put them all on a thread, got them all together for beers. I was like, I don't know where this is going to go, but all of you, for your own individual reasons, need to know each other. And that was such a high frequency conversation. They were, they opted in. It was so organic. It wasn't something that I intended to build. They're like, We need to do this next month and again and again and again. And about eight months later, two of my mentors are now in this group and it's starting to dilute. It's a bunch of cool people getting together for beers. There's no structure, starting to lose its efficacy, if you will. And they pulled me aside one night. She's pregnant with our second. And they're like, dude, you've been up since four. It's now 11 p.m. You're pinging. In fifth gear, your wife's asleep at home pregnant, and you're not getting paid for this shit. Everybody's benefiting except you. So here's the deal. I don't know why this is holding space on my calendar. I can do this any day of the week. So you either need to put some structure behind this and make it a business or quit and just go home to your wife. (laughs) Good
2: good people. Very.
0: Yeah. And I was like, okay and when the pandemic hit you know i had written a best selling book i had the leaders forum the gym and the podcast with over a million downloads and i was in a mile wide and an inch deep
1: right
0: when the pandemic hit i got 30,000 feet above everything i found my business partner <laughs> and all of a sudden all that shit made sense it was like oh that shotgun blast of awesome this is how they all come together in a unified offering mm. So then we went to work over the, last, over the next two years, unifying that brand and that message so that whether you're working with us at headquarters here in Scottsdale or you're remote, Wisconsin, California, Florida, the message is exactly the same, right? We help people prioritize their health by eliminating stress. That has been revolutionary for our clients' results. Amen. There it is. So good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Really great. And I, uh, thank you for your service. Oh, but I appreciate it. I, I don't want thank that you. to be. Yeah. I don't want that to be. Uh, not shared, even though you yeah. weren't career. Uh, thanks, thankful that your family was. Yeah. And that it makes a, a big, obviously, big difference. So uh, and. I, I appreciate that. I remember when, when we met, I'm like, this dude is definitely military. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right? I just remember like, what? Wow. It's that stink. I just can't watch. it. No, out. no, no. I don't know what was that. It was just that,
1: you know, the presence and um, that awesomeness that you used that word a few minutes ago, that, that really is who you are and how, at Thank least you. I've seen you show up every time we've connected. All right. So you still have the gym open. Mm-hmm. Folks can come still spend time with you and your trainers, right? Because yes, now correct. it's not yeah. just you training. hmm you have a handful of trainers yeah, in the gym. So
0: we've got a team of four. They're all rock stars. Mm-hmm. That has been really cool in this season of my professional life where I get to now coach coaches. The My original motivation way back when and creating HQ in the first place, I got really sick of the mediocrity in our industry. Mm-hmm. Right, There are people with a, a lot of credentials, you know, Instagram is flooded with these fake gurus with you know gimmick here, gimmick there. As I'm standing, I'm I'm surrounded by a staff at the time of nothing of credentialed, certified strength and conditioning professionals with degrees out the wazoo and fizz, and they still suck. And I was like, How long has that person been working with you? Oh, we're going on like three years. I'm like, What's different about them? Well, you know, they just they just keep, you know, they keep paying me. I'm like, to me, I'm very much an idealist. I was like, that's it's not what I'm in the game for. Yeah. So we opened the gym and start building out our coaches development curriculum. It's an 80 hour process. I don't care where you played D1, mm-hmm. if you made it to the league, how many superstars you've put on stage, it doesn't matter. Everybody has to go through it nobody gets a pass and even if you pass, even if you make it through that 80 hours we're like the navy seals the team has to vote you in do you pass the people test do you match the culture right very 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 protective of all of that to the team's credit they are bought in on the mission and it's been absolutely incredible because now they have an opportunity to make six figures and beyond and make this a 20-year career. I've been doing this for almost 25 years. The average career in the fitness space is seven months.
1: Oh. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
0: I wanted to really solve that problem. Yeah. Michael's not scalable. But if I can teach people who have Michael-type passion the skills to make it a career, well, now next level is the tide and we are the boats. Okay. Let's go. Mm-hmm. yeah
1: right great. So who do you serve? who is the best
0: great question individual yeah yeah, yeah. so I mean, I'm
1: kind of here I, I have a guess because yeah. you described a handful of the people that sure. you, you run with, but
0: so we, uh, we we serve what we identify as next level men and women, executive right. athletes in a micro niche, active duty and military veterans. Mm-hmm.
1: and and with a fairly new focus at least with Nicole coming in mm-hmm. um, you're focusing a lot on on women empowerment and and again staying within the healthy living and taking care of your body as you know so as we reduce stress kind of thing but really you're you guys are finding your way through that for you
2: yeah it it's it's so interesting you know i Think about all the things that I've ever thought about doing in my life. And this was definitely something that was always in the back of my mind as I wanted to be a woman who motivated other women to better themselves in their life, create the life that they're dreaming of. And right now I get to do it through health and fitness. So next level has provided provided this platform for me. So I have found my voice under next level. And I think the reason why I'm so passionate about it is because I've been through it. Well, you, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would never hire a coach or consultant
1: that hasn't been where I want to go. Right. It just doesn't right. make sense. Mm-hmm.
2: So I tell my story and I yeah. tell my story and I tell my story. And it is resonating with other women. I'm out watching there. it happen. Yeah. On Instagram anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, because it's really, it's it's unfortunately extremely common. Yes. Women are... Getting into corporate America, becoming executives, building businesses, you know, and they're still the wife. They're still the mom. They're still the head of the, or running the household. And we've got all these things we want to do and high achievers, high achievers, high achievers. And all of a sudden we are now a shell of who we used to be. And we wake up one day, our kids have gone, right? We've done all these things. And now we look in the mirror and we're like, who am I? Mm-hmm. I forgot about that woman I wanted to be when I was 24 years old. Yeah. Yeah. I lost her along the way. I lost her voice. I lost her presence. I lost her. And now they're trying to get it back. What we want to do is help them sooner not get to that point. Because that is a really hard place to be. Yeah. To wake up and feel that way.
1: I'm familiar. And, And I think we have COVID to thank for... Many people, mm-hmm. not everybody, but many people taking a look at themselves in the mirror and having a chance to exhale a little bit because they're either now working at home or unfortunately they got let go mm-hmm. uh, and their kids are in the, you know, the classroom in their bedroom with the laptop open. I think it gave us enough time to pause and reflect uh, on how we want to organize our life a little bit differently. 100%. Oh, yeah. I- I'll tell you, for me, I was running a social media company. I can't remember really really even the years. It's been at least nine years ago. One of four teammates, and I was the chief of operations and brought into scale so that we could sell. We always knew we were going to sell. And I was living in Chandler at the time, and I would drive three days a week to Anthem, where our office was, and it's an hour drive. It's not bad for most people, especially if you're from California. An hour—that's not a big deal. But I'm from for D.C. me, I get it. Yeah, yeah, but but for me, this this girl that grew up in the Tempe area and you know Broadway Curve, right where we are, is about as far as I go boundary wise. <laughs> I that that drive killed me, and my kids were all very young. I even must have been two at the time. I left my body. I just became this robot. Mm -hmm. I will build this company. We scaled it from nine employees um, here locally to over 100 continental U.S. We grew. We sold. And that drive, not eating well, not sleeping well, not physically moving my body, about killed me. I started not feeling well. And I had endometriosis, which I ignored and ended up in the hospital with a full hysterectomy and appendectomy an emergency surgery. And I remember laying in the hospital after that surgery and uh, thinking to myself, I will never work myself to death again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same. It was sure. an awful trade-off. Yep. And and I've and I've stuck with it and I've meant it. Now that's meant that Business Radio X has grown super duper slow sure. because Karen is absolutely coming first mm-hmm. uh, yeah. with, you know, a few detours here and there. <laughs> um, but again, even keeping myself first sure. in all of that, we so need people like you to inspire and guide and tell your story uh, and have that, I'm going to say, companionship, the camaraderie, the accountability, Mm -hmm. and the skill set to speak your truth and help others um, be inspired to do the same. So I don't know this is where you want to go next, so you can tell me if not, but I would love to talk about the um, certification you guys just received uh, Mm -hmm. because you and I had a chance to have me do the assessment Mm -hmm. uh, last week, I feel like. Yeah. And then you and I just yesterday got on the phone Mm -hmm. and you reviewed the assessment. So tee this up for us. Is it appropriate to share? Yeah, no, absolutely.
0: Before I tee it up, I want to lead with a question. What was your biggest takeaway, your aha moment from our conversation yesterday?
1: I think I shared it with you. I've taken plenty of personality assessments, Mm -hmm. work assessments, motivation assessment. I've done them all. Yeah. The story I tell myself is I don't have a great memory, so I never really remember any of it. But most of them are pretty accurate. Yeah. I don't know that I'll ever not refer to this because of the way that it's laid out. Yeah. It's simple. I mean, it's sophisticated, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's simple. And then the most significant thing is that that power, I'm going to call it a power statement. I don't know what yeah. you told me the to call, the call it. The best self-statement? Yeah, yeah, the best mm-hmm. self-statement. So I did my homework already. Yeah. Super proud of me. I would have done it. <laughs> I would have done it even if um, I didn't you. know you were going to be you here did today. it. So, uh, well, I'll share the best, sig-
0: best self statement. best
1: self-statement. Yeah. I'm calling it a power statement. I'll share mine and then you can, you know, back back yeah, end it so absolutely. people understand. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And and this will be printed, or this printed, it will be, you know, something that I look at every day and and I'll read it and I'll tell you why. So the prompt after we went through the uh, assessment and you were giving me the, here's the strengths and here's your weaknesses, you're using different words, but that's where I go. Mm-hmm. You said, you know, at the end of this conversation, we're going to have this statement um, that's going to support you when things get crunchy and difficult. And so here's what we came up with. And, and it just came out of everything that it's I... what you came Right, that, right. You typed it up for me. But uh, <laughs> I am at my best when I have plenty of time to move my body. Literally just said that seconds ago when I said I left my body and I was no longer exercising and eating well. I know that I am at my best when I have plenty of time to move my body. I'm in touch with and take direction from my soul. Critical for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and I follow through. I change this a little bit. I follow through on that guidance with a solid action plan in place.
0: Yeah.
1: So I, my favorite part of this mm-hmm. assessment and this conversation with you to debrief together is that I, this is my lighthouse. This is mm-hmm. my beacon. Yeah. This is my North Star. Yeah. I now know exactly, word for word, <laughs> yeah. action by action, thought by thought, mm-hmm. feeling by feeling, what Karen Nowicki needs to do to stay next level <laughs> at, the t- at the top of her game.
0: Yes, 100%. So
1: what is this assessment and, and why, why this one in particular and how yeah. are you using it? I,
2: I got to say this first. I'm going to forget about it. So okay. hold on. Like, I love this. I, I almost started crying here listening to this because I'm sure maybe you're like me. Like, I fight that high achiever every single day. Like, I am in stress. My head, like, I can feel it. I'm overwhelmed. I'm anxious. I don't know what to do next. But I come back to this and it literally like helps me like decide, like, how am I going to move forward? Am I going to let this anxiousness, stress, over feeling of overwhelmed cripple me right now? Or am I going to come back to this best self statement yeah. and move forward in that? Love that. And the the Karen who owned,
1: co-owned and operated $99 social that I just described all those years ago mm-hmm. was that right. young, younger woman. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not that anymore. Right. And, and because of the chaos and the trauma I've been through recently in my personal life, I know that girl. I mm-hmm. know that lady. Aspects of her I miss and I, and I want. Mm-hmm. Other parts of it, like the, I'm going to do this until I, you know, my wheels fall off right. or I'm in the hospital. That part I, I don't connect with anymore. Yep. But I've been struggling to to play high level like I used to. I used to yeah. run fast and hard. Yeah. So similarly but different, yes. I now know, I'm reminded why I've put these practices in place yep. and why I'm so protective of my time. Yep. And now I can take it through. The, the, the last sentence is the most important part for me. Because I've been struggling, I now will follow through on that guidance with a solid action plan. And Jesse, our new producer, producer has been noticing I'm very candid and very open and, and, uh, about you know, where I'm at, when I'm at. And Jesse and Kendra are, are two teammates and we're having these kinds of conversations and we're putting the plan in place and they know where my weak spots are. They'll even know more now mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and where my strengths are. And they're picking up where I haven't been able to. And I'm seeing that I'm building that muscle again. I'm on that mm-hmm. bike again. I'm like, oh yeah, this is what it feels like. So yeah. I just wanted to share. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. You're, uh, uh, and I did see you getting teary eyed. So yeah. I, I knew <laughs> I know it's real. Yeah. And I also wanted to say for our listeners and viewers, that experience that you've described is very, very real. And there are likely also many women who are either my age or have gone through catastrophic life experiences Mm -hmm. that have them stuck. Mm -hmm. And they know they're good people. They know they're smart. They know they're high level. Mm -hmm. Yep. And they've lost their mojo or the momentum somewhere along the way. Sometimes it's a marriage where you think you're at. Sometimes it's the kids or a struggle with a child or a business or a change in career. I lost my mom or dad or whatever. My best friend moved. Whatever it is, we get stuck.
0: Over the course of my career in the gym, I've had the benefit of working with clients for beyond a decade. There comes a certain point in that relationship where you're trying to figure out like, why are we still doing this dance? Like, what, what problem are we solving? It's one thing to drop another percent body fat, lose another 10 pounds, you know, add another 10 to your bench press. Like, okay. Like all those tangible things are important and they're real. I've now taught you and empowered you to do those things. So why are we still doing this? Why do you, why do you continue to renew with me and hire me? I realized in in their own individual ways, they were all saying, you have a way of taking the stress out of my life. I've just been genuinely fascinated with what the fuck is going on between the ears. Like, why why does that narrative exist for you? Where does that lack of self-efficacy, command presence, like, why do you talk to yourself that way? Like you, I've taken a million and one personality assessments, right? And most of the time, it kind of goes like this. You take the assessment, right? Here are your strengths, here are your weaknesses. Have a nice day,
1: Yeah.
0: right? <laughs> and when we stumbled upon the the Berkman assessment, our stress assessment, I found tremendous utility. And not only, you know, it, it's cool knowing how Michael shows up when everything's going well. It's a little bit more useful to know, like, what my stress triggers are But then when you empower somebody with an immediate action plan to put a gap between the trigger and your normal response so that I can choose a different and better behavior that's in alignment with my aspirational self, who I want to become, Mm -hmm. the game has changed forever. Literally
1: forever. (laughs)
0: Because now (laughs) you have legitimate yes-no criteria to anything that comes up in your life. So… Not only are we able to and we front load our clients with this assessment, yep. and That's we have we have, we have the data yeah. to substantiate the clients that came through our came through our program without the stress assessment, yeah. and those that have not only increase uh, get to their goal faster but they get there with a lot less stress because p- particularly when you're asking people to make themselves a priority again when they otherwise haven't been or they've created this history of putting themselves second, third, fourth, fifth in their life's priorities and you're asking them to put themselves at the top. How, like just hearing that, how much friction do you just oh, sense, yeah. right? Yeah. Like are, who's gonna hate me? What's gonna fall apart, yeah. right? Yep. And a definition of efficiency is the same, if not more output, with less effort. Right? And when you're talking about sustainability of habits and behaviors, it has to be that. Because if you're adding friction to the equation, nothing's going to fucking stick. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, not only are we helping people create awareness of themselves, we're also showing them how they show up in the world, how the world perceives them, and showing them what they need and what their expectations are that they may or may not know at a conscious and subconscious level. And once we unpack that, much like the experience that you had yesterday, we're able to take that, condense it all the way down. That's a lot to a single sentence that is so simple. It makes it actionable. So if you're, you know, if you've got just a shit boss and you go to work every day, hating life, you've got that hour commute, You're outside your body, right? Everybody knows what to do. I know I'm not, you know, I've had a long day. I know I need to go to the gym, but instead, because I'm tired, I'm just going to hit McDonald's, head home and veg out on the couch, right? None of that is in alignment, big word, is in alignment with who I want to be, how I want to show up as my highest Mm -hmm. and best self. And yet, I can't talk myself out of that when you're equipped with that, when you identify yeah. who you are at your best, yeah. you can now create a new narrative. That's and and, so
1: unique to us, right? I mean, right. that's the whole point. This What I read is just mine. No one I, else is going to own that. We,
0: we, we've we done this for over 50 clients and no, not one not even best course. self-statement is anywhere close yeah. to the same, yep. you know? And that's one of the things that makes us so different in our approach because everybody wants to attack weight loss, fat loss, hormones, all of those, all of it. Those are just symptoms of your inability to manage stress. So fuck it, man. Let's, let's, let's stop playing with the symptoms and attack the root cause. If I can help you manage stress, literally everything we do inside your program and beyond, whether it's your fitness, your nutrition, your sleep routine, whatever, now it's going to stick because we've eliminated the friction or at least given you the tools to manage it and created a big enough gap for you to choose a different and better behavior that's in alignment with who you aspire to be. And that's the magic. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, it's kind of like what we talked about when we had coffee, you know, this best self statement. The one thing that has kind of been an aha for me is, is your health and fitness, your weight loss, whatever your, your goal is, it doesn't change unless you change who you believe you are. Right? Right. But now with this best self-statement, I now have this new belief as to who I am as a woman, as a wife, as a mother, as a professional, how I'm going to show up. a so it's a lot easier to make the choices and the decisions for myself based on that belief of who I am versus this other
0: belief of who I thought I was. It's
1: very foundational, isn't it? Very yep. fundamental. Yeah.
0: It's great. There's really only two motivations. You know, you're either trying to move away from pain or move towards pleasure. Yep. Right. And I prefer to live in and exist in and with an abundance mentality. Right. And I really want to shift the narrative yeah. for people because have you heard of the Bardo? It's another word for purgatory. It's this, this middle state where nothing is happening, right? You've lost the momentum of running away from that fear, but there's nothing ahead of you that Gosh. really entices you enough to pull you forward. So you just get stuck, yep. mm-hmm. right? And when you're stuck, if you're not equipped and you lack awareness, the only resource you have is to go back to yes. what's known and what's comfortable, whether it's good for you or not, right? Yeah
1: that our our brain our mind is designed that way. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So now with this
1: mm-hmm.
0: we're empowering our clients with something that allows them when shit gets hard or they feel stuck to pull them forward. Right. Right as opposed to trying to create this monster that's so big it gives you that same kind of momentum.
1: So you mentioned the client of yours all those years ago that said, "Well, how do we make this happen financially for you?" Mm-hmm. Uh, I have somebody in my life that like that right now, a very dear friend, and I just texted him the other day, and I said, "You know, I'm aware I'm no longer in chaos. Mm-hmm. I'm moving away from pain." I'll just use these words; sure. these weren't the words I use, but it's so critical to share this. I'm aware that I'm have not been clear, and I've not been attaching myself to the joy and what I want. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Purgatory. Yeah. Again, mm-hmm. using your words. These were not my words, but sure. wow, that I, I get it. And 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 as soon as I had that clarity mm-hmm. and I began to pay attention to my fallbacks, my defaults, and my excuses, but could call myself on that. Yeah. Then I started moving forward. Mm-hmm. Hired Jesse, hired Kendra. Yeah. I'm I'm actually sticking with an action plan. Those mm-hmm. sorts of things. And and I know for me the next level is really. To get, you know, in writing, this is what I want for my clients in our studio. This is how many studios I want. This is the guy that I want in my life. And here's what our relationship looks like Mm -hmm. and sounds like. And, you know, who do I want to be physically as I enter my 60s and all those things. So this, you know, it's the piece I'm missing, right, is to follow through on that soulful guidance that's important to Karen Nowicki with a solid action plan in place.
0: What's funny about the best self-statement to me is it's. It's your subconscious coming into your frontal lobe, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's so intuitive to the person as we come down to that best self-statement. The energy is kind of like, man, fuck, I knew this. Yes. I've known this. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the slap in the face is, I've been ignoring yeah. this. Yeah.
1: yeah, holy cow. Yeah, 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 sorry. I've been ignoring, ignoring it. That, that is yeah. the truth. Mm-hmm. Yep. Especially for those of us who are fairly self-aware,
0: yeah.
1: Um, and I would consider myself in that camp. I've done a lot of work over the years on myself and teach others to do the same, similar to you guys. Uh, and I'm also aware that I have been telling myself some bullshit stories, <laughs> mm. and yeah. and it's and I'm catching myself on that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the gig is up. It's like okay, yeah. well, and it comes down to and I, I kind of we're talking through this when you work with your your clients on on this. I'm kind of curious when they're, when they're struggling, let's say, and the excuses are showing up because I'm guessing that happens. That's my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so as a coach or a consultant, you know, we're, we're taught to kind of help people navigate that. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, it's pretty much just like, dude or lady, um, yeah. you, uh, you mean, either want it or you don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Do you want it? Right. So, we just had this conversation yesterday with one of our coaches, one of our most successful clients. She's has been at our program 12 weeks, lost 20 pounds. I mean, this was like lights out for her. It was like, oh, my God, yes. And she took off. Well, now we're at 12 weeks and we've hit a little plateau. She lives in Wisconsin, It's uh, starting to get darker earlier there. It's darker in the morning when she was normally waking up to get her morning started. So now she's like hit a plateau. And she's like, I'm just not feeling as motivated as I was before. Oh, it's just it's a little bit harder. And, you know, as we're talking to our coach yesterday, Michael said, Best self statement. What does and her? She probably went, Oh my gosh, yes. So yeah. now I, I said to our coach, I said, When that alarm goes off in the morning on her phone screen, it should be her best self statement. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because now you've got your best self statement staring you in the face at whatever time your alarm goes off. Say, Hey, remember who you are. Mm-hmm. What choice does that woman make?
1: Yeah. And the 20 pounds that you can celebrate yeah. and how much stronger and fitter and more energy you have. Yeah. Yeah. Is that really where you, your story ends?
2: One right. hundred, and I don't know her
1: statement, right. but I'm I'm going to guarantee that she will see a different version of herself when she reunites with that. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I love it. Great, great examples. Yeah,
2: because yeah. it doesn't stop, no. even myself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like I've I feel in the best shape of my life. You know, at yeah. forty four years old, and I'm still having conversations with Michael and our other coaches about how I can continue to get better. It's not. People have a hard time. They really think that this, you know your health and fitness is you get there and then it, it's over. You've done it. No, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it. when they <laughs> say it's a lifestyle, they really mean it. Like it's a lifestyle. It's a journey. It's something that we just keep going. And sometimes the same lessons come back and you're like, sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of the time. <laughs> my experience has been way too many times yeah. that I
1: care to admit that. We always yeah. say it's peeling back the layers of yes. the onion, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've got a, a mom story. We talked about my yeah. mom before we came on air. And and the the amount of times that I've had to massage out the relationship and the decisions I made about myself, my mom and the world, Mm -hmm. like, are you kidding me? Here we go again. Mm -hmm. That's what I used to say five, six times ago. And now I'm like, Oh, here's another layer of that story. And now I'm kind of like, all right, let's wrangle that tiger. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 I think one of the important things is when you're starting to bring your life into alignment, things get really easy. Right. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people's, Inhibition about it, right? Their, their reluctance to, to live into that state of being is, again, coming back to fear of loss versus chasing pleasure. They're worried about all the things they're going to lose, right? You know, I'm going to turn my family away. I'm going to lose friends, blah, blah, blah. And at the same time, you have to turn around and ask yourself, if all of that is preventing me from being my best self, do I really need it in the first place? Number one. Number two, who, what rooms am I going to be in and who am I going to be around when I become or start to become right. this better version of myself, right? Because I, I, we like to put a positive and negative charge on, on things, right? Make it good or bad. And it's neither, right? It always comes down to alignment. And when you walk out in the world living in alignment, the people that fall away from your circle, the ones that come into your circle, the opportunities that present themselves, the ones that go by the wayside, it's all happening for you. Anyway. Period. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: And if it doesn't happen now, it was going to happen later. Yes. Yeah. Right. It all it takes to figure out the truth of it all. is just a little bit of friction. Right. So you might as well get all that shit out of the way. Right start moving towards your your passion and purpose right in alignment with who you want to become and everything becomes easy yeah or a lot easier helping our clients come to that realization and just be okay because all the things they were afraid of losing here's the funny thing all the things they were afraid of losing right when you step into that purpose more often than not people get on that bus
1: oh Mm -hmm. yes yes
0: oh shit like I like this new version of you. Yeah. Like, how do we get more of that? Yeah. I wanna, I wanna hitch my horse to that wagon. What's up? Yeah. You know.
1: I'll also say that those who are not uh, a champion for us mm-hmm. um, or have a difficult time witnessing the trans transformation, I've also learned that it's, it's, it's gonna sound counterintuitive. It's less about them, mm-hmm. and it's more about how I'm allowing myself to show up in that. Yeah. Disconnect. Sure. So, are they disconnecting from me? Yes, quite possibly. Yeah. And they're going to anyway. Mm-hmm. So I, it's up to me. Yes. To decide what does this mean about me yeah. and and about them. And yeah, I always say, you know, love them from a distance.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the one of the w- with our clients, you know, we're constantly asking them to audit their circle, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. the best way to do that is ask yourself two questions: Am I serving you? Are you serving me? Yeah. If the answer to either of those questions is no, work needs to be done or it's time for us to part ways. What do I need to do to be a, a good s- servant to your highest and best self and vice versa? And if I'm not equipped or on board with whatever that arrangement looks like, it's cool. We can just part ways. But as I tell her and I tell my team, the only conversation worth having is the good to great conversation. Because good enough, just leads to mediocrity. And I'm not interested in that. So if we're not, if we're not talking about, you know, it's, it's not the conversation around you're not good enough. Right. That's not it at all. But I'm genuinely only interested in becoming better. That's why our tagline is progress always. Yeah.
1: And the name of your podcast. Yeah. Boom. Where do we find the podcast?
0: Uh, so every Tuesday, 9 a.m., it launches on Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn.
1: Okay. Good. And th- and you have the, uh, where do we find the backlog of them? I mean, are they housed somewhere on YouTube? They're, yep. all, on YouTube. They're all on YouTube. Yeah. Yep. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. And I, I <laughs> I'm just slow. <laughs> and
0: I, I, I actually stopped posting daily on LinkedIn. So the only thing you'll see on my feed is the podcast. Good. Yeah. So good. Yeah.
1: Well, we're almost out of time.
0: This has been fun. Such a great conversation. conversation.
1: (laughs) And and we gave Nicole a little airtime this time, (laughs) more so. That's okay. Thank (laughs) you. we were just like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) when we were were together for uh, your show. How do folks stay in touch with you? You just obviously highlighted the podcast. Uh, What is, so somebody's listening or they're watching on LinkedIn Mm -hmm. and they're thinking, this is me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's the best way to get started and see if it is a good fit mutually?
0: Oh, 100%. So yeah. you can go to uh, nextlevelpfc.com and get a hold of us. Okay. Uh, we're on Instagram. Uh, great informational resource for all things health, fitness, and mindset. level underscore PHX. I'm at Coach Durs on Instagram. And she's at Nicole underscore Anders on Instagram. Good. Yeah, or so, Facebook. Nicole Andrews yeah. on Facebook. Okay, too. And all of those channels come back to us in one way or another. Yeah, so. good.
1: Just want to highlight again that this is not only here in the Metro Phoenix area, yes. if you're local, no. it's mm-hmm. also an online program yep. Yep. and continues to just expand and grow and, yep. and yeah. level up. So good. Helping uh, as many people as yeah. possible. Right. <laughs> That's what we're here to do. Yes. Yeah. yeah. One, yeah. Of, one yeah.
0: of the things that, that came out of the pandemic as we were sitting down, brainstorming and putting all this stuff together and it's like, How do we make this global? And and that's where the evolution of next level has, has gone. Right. Yeah. Talk about people getting off our bus.
2: Right.
1: (laughs) Well, and you had to make room for for those who want to get on. Absolutely. Well, it has been a pleasure, again, to connect with you. And I want to thank you for coming to Kendra's event, the Culture Crush event out of the Arizona Wilderness. Yeah. Yeah. It was great to have you guys there and and, uh, just fun to swim in the same pond. So appreciate your time and your expertise today. You've been listening. Well, I think you are. (laughs) Hey Jesse cut me off man that's all right we could we could roll with that uh, you've been listening to Phoenix Business Radio broadcasting live from the max 6 studio right here in Tempe Arizona some media leans left and some lean right we lean business.